2: welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of your hosts. And as always, I'm joined by Alberto and Jim. How's it going, Jim? Good. How are you, sir? I'm doing okay. Just got back from Kansas City yesterday. And uh, uh, that was a a great trip to see family and be in town during the Super Bowl, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Go Chiefs. I'm totally A a bandwagoner, Um, but you know the truth. I'm Kansas City proud, regardless of the team. But absolutely, you know, you know, there's there may be merch that has been purchased that I would have probably never purchased before, but because it says Super Bowl on it or whatnot, uh, then you know.
0: So I want to I ask real quick a question because okay. um, this made some big social media news during the Super Bowl. Are you from the Kansas City, Kansas side or the Kansas City, Missouri side?
2: I am from the Missouri side. Okay. I grew up in Raytown, which is just off of Kansas City proper. Um, Mama's
0: family, Raytown.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and there's a story behind that, and it's totally not keto related. So I won't go into that. I can share it with you later. Okay. Um, Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Um, (laughs) threw your way off, brother. I apologize. It's it's all good. It's all good. Um, Alberto, how about you? What's going on?
1: All kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. Yes, sir. I I was a two ball, man. That was actually a game. I was actually very uh, happy that it wasn't a complete blowout, that it was a nice back and forth. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, I was rooting for Kansas City, but I have absolutely no reason why. It's just like, I was like, "Eh, I would prefer if they win, but I'm going to sleep fine either way. Yeah. So so it, it, it was good. But, man, yeah, I got a lot of things going on. Uh, This little attempted half marathon training, it's turning into something. Yeah. Uh, Just to give you, uh, I mean, the race is next Sunday. So I got about a week and a half because, you know, I I don't plan anything. So I I finally picked (laughs) up a pair of shoes on Thursday, right? I started uh, running on Saturday. I've been running every other day. I I pretty much stopped lifting at this point because I can't afford – any longer than what I'm doing now because I'm I'm just not used to running. I don't run, and it is quite taxing when you completely change your entire training <laughs> regimen and do something so like I, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to extend any kind of recovery time for my legs. My legs feel fine when I run, and I, I want to keep it that way, but I, I don't want to push my luck. But since Saturday, I put 21 miles on these shoes and <laughs> just get them running as much as I possibly can. My hunger has been through the roof. I have had to up my calories. I've been sleeping great because I am totally not used to this kind of exercise. So uh, I think this weekend I'm actually going to do like a, I guess I call it like a dry run. Where Saturday night I'm going to eat what I plan on eating. Sunday morning I'm going to wake up early, have my giant bulletproof coffee, um, probably drink a liquid, and and then. Shortly thereafter, or maybe not even a whole liquid, we'll see how it goes. Hmm. I'm just going to hit the streets, and I'm not going to stop burning until I hit 13 miles. It, wh- however long that takes, however long it takes, but at least I'll know what I'm in for, good, bad, or otherwise. Yeah. And what, what seems to be cracking up about this is like, you know, and I'll be the first to admit it's not a great idea, but there are two, two, two camps. So there, there's a camp, like, oh, you'll be fine, you'll get through it, you know, you know you're know, you fine, you got plenty of strength in your legs, and there's the other camp that I'm an absolute psycho and I'm end up in the hospital. But what uh, that second camp doesn't realize is that I am not above just walking half of this thing if I had to. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And and you're you're not you you are in better shape than you think you are. Probably it's just an, a movement that's different for you. I personally I don't like running because I've got all of this loose skin that bounces up and down, and it's really hard on that 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 hard hit that thump it it, for whatever reason it's just very uncomfortable for me um so i will take cardio on a rowing machine any day over that um, oh yeah for for that very reason Uh, and and
1: i was just having this conversation with someone today too where i was like i think we know we all know that you know bmi is pretty much a joke right but i think i found where bmi where the actual bmi number is useful is mm -hmm. if you're a jogger because i am way too heavy for this business man
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see that. What's your, uh, what has been your pace roughly for the run, Berto?
1: I, I can chug along pretty well, almost nonstop at about five miles an hour, which if I remember correctly is roughly a 12 minute mile. I mean, those numbers mm-hmm. might be a little off because I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but, uh, last uh, six miles I ran, I averaged about five miles an hour and I ran six miles and it was like 62 minutes or something like that.
0: Okay. That's very
1: respectable. Yeah, I mean, downtown Austin, has a lot more hills in my neighborhood, but my neighborhood has got some decent hills. So I'm just like purposely going up and down the block. So one block I'm running down a hill, then one block I'm running up a hill. But uh, yeah, the difference between 6 and 13 miles is, is will be interesting, Yeah. To the least. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, let's go ahead and
2: get into our um, guys of the Week and uh, all of that. Jim, let's start with you.
0: Uh, my shout out is to a gentleman who is a very regular, uh, Commenter, excuse me, in our group, um, and I'm going to apologize in advance for butchering the name probably, but M. Khalil Islamzwart, he posted up a Transformation Tuesday photo uh, this week after the Super Bowl. He went from 330 back in 2012 to today at 194. Uh, so, and last line of his uh, statement is, never felt better in my life. And he looks younger, but he's a little bit grayer. So it's kind of a, well, yeah, you do look younger, but you do have a little bit of gray in the hair kind of thing. So I'll give him credit for that, and uh, kudos to him on his uh, Transformation Tuesday post.
1: Absolutely. Berto? I'm going to go with, I believe it's J. Evan Walker. He's the one who proposed the 100-burp challenge, which is indeed a challenge. Yes. And then uh, as a follow-up call out to that, um, because I had made a post saying, you know, it's it's sustainability, it's mental toughness, it's sticking to a single routine. You know, the physical part's the physical part, but it it goes above and beyond that when you start doing these things day after day, after day, after day. And I learned that when I was doing that Goggins 200 for 200 challenge, which was a nightmare in itself, but you learn a lot. You learn a lot about yourself. And uh, as a a second call out to that, uh, Andrew Tilling started doing it and he said he actually broke a stall from, uh, getting his hundred burpees. Very cool. Very
2: cool. Yeah. I, uh, someone tagged, oh, this was on the marathon or on the half marathon. Someone tagged me on it and said, Hey, I'd come down and maybe we can talk Chris. To-. And I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. If you, if, 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 you, if Berto thinks that he's not ready for it, uh, I am nowhere close to that. Um, no, I will just stick my stick with my, my happy, uh, Happy little kung fu thing. Uh, that's what I'm going to stick with.
1: <laughs> it, it's funny because I've always wanted, I've always had, I said, I wanted to do one. But in the back of my mind, this is, the challenge has always been there. And it's always like one of those things where by the time I see one coming up and I look, it's like $190 registered. I'm like, okay, I'm not paying $190 mm-hmm. to, to run for three hours. But I ended up winning a free entry to this marathon. And I was like, oh, well, I guess that kind yeah. of solves that problem. Yep. And it's true, event, my lovely wife, fashion. She looks me dead in the eye and says, You did this to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well,
1: I am going
2: to shout out uh Clark Keithley. He uh posted his 39 week uh transformation Tuesday photos yesterday and he started at 315 and he's sitting at 235. He's looking great. Um, you know, he just it's one of those things that he that uh, he's uh went from a size 50 to a 36 pant size already. And in forty weeks, you know, that's less than a year. He's he's done a really good job, eighty pounds down. Um, really, really uh, good shout out or good good posting and encouragement from him uh to to encourage others that, that they can do it too, because it looks like uh looks like uh he, he's the type of guy that, that just like every other guy that that's overweight, like I was at two eighty. Well, um so Thank you for sharing Clark and um, job on you. So this week we have a a guest as always. Um, I'm probably actually not going to lead the, uh, the charge on the the interview today because my voice is a little weak after a week of uh, fighting a sore throat from probably just being in a different environment. I was up in Kansas city all week. So, Um, my, my, my throat's much better now, but I, my voice is not doing what I'd like it to right now. So I'm going to pass it off to Jim and let him kind of lead the charge. Uh, but we have Trey Eason with us uh, this week and he's going to share his story with us. Well, Trey, good evening. How are you
0: doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Good, good, man. Well, I think one of the best things that we could do to kind of get you into the conversation here is tell us a little bit about your your, your non-keto things, like where you're located, your age, what do you do for a living, things like that.
3: So uh, I'm in Maryland. Um, I just turned 51 about a month ago. Uh, let's see. I work at NASA. I am the chief engineer of metrology at the... Uh, NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center.
0: So we're uh, going to just cut all the keto now, and we're going to talk space for the next two hours <laughs> <yeah>. or so. <laughs> it's like Dude,
1: you're a punchline. I, you I know. You said NASA.
3: <laughs> yeah, and so I, I'm not a space guy. I'm a measurements guy. That's what metrology is all about. So uh, not meteorology, but metrology. <laughs> so it's like the science of measurements.
0: See, so you just took my next joke because I truly thought you said meteorology. And so, yeah, I, I didn't realize there was that. So, so with this career, you're measuring like distance, Earth to the Moon, to whatever kind of thing. Or I'm just a little curious now that you brought this up.
3: I, well, so basically, uh, anything that that measures at NASA, we do the v- measurement verification. Um, and so we're talking length measurements. Um, I get down into millions of an inch measurement. Um, uh, voltage, current. Um, basically anything that measures something we research, how to get it done and get it done. Right. Wow.
0: That's fascinating.
3: It sounds like it. Sometimes it can be a bit monotonous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, a millionth of an inch. inch.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm imagining hanging pictures up in a living room and like uh, a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right kind of thing. And you're like a million. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, let's talk a little bit now. We'll get back into the real scheme of things here. So let's talk about keto. So um, you've been in the Keto Man's Club for a while. You're an active contributor and things like that. How did you find keto for yourself?
3: For myself, keto was more of a sort of a last ditch thing. I mean, I had tried every other gimmick, diet, fad that there was out there. Um, I've been struggling with my weight since, I don't know, probably the, the... mid nineties. Um, so, you know, I had tried, you know, every diet pill that's been banned so far. Um, (laughs) I, I had tried pretty much every, you know, vegetarian for a while, um, carb restriction, Uh, just, just prior to starting keto, I had been a few years on a restricted diet where I was on eight to 1200 calories a day. The other part of that was that I was exercising. Um, I would, uh, I was doing martial arts, uh, at the time I was doing three nights a week or two nights a week and then four hours on the weekend, plus riding a bike. Um, that was basically if I wasn't at work or, um, At martial arts, I was on my bike and or sleeping. So, I mean, I I just enjoyed getting out there and doing it. So I was I was probably doing 100 to 120 miles a week. Um, And then on the weekends, I might do another 40 or 50. So (coughs) were
0: you a big guy at the time?
3: I was. Yeah, that 252 pounds that I started at, um, I pretty much stayed there. I mean, I fluctuated maybe 60 pounds on that 800 calorie diet. I probably dropped about 60 pounds. Yeah, the winter came and I put the bike away for the winter and, you know, trainer is only a half an hour a night. I put all that weight right back on. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So it, it was just a thing. Um, I tried everything out there. I ran across keto and I was like, well, this has got to be it. I mean, there was a couple of things that triggered it. Um, I never really considered myself big. I mean, I knew I was big, but I never really considered myself obese. Um, I don't know how I didn't when I look at the pictures now uh, I've actually even said that in one of my, uh, my monthly updates is that, you know, I never even saw that guy that's in that picture. I never did. And now I can't unsee it. Now that's all I see
0: in the mirror. How tall are you, by the way? <clears throat> I am five, eight.
2: Okay. So you, you undertook, a uh, you know, this restrictive diet and you pretty much didn't see any res- any response to it, or is it just that you ended up with the limited response type thing, where it kind of worked for a while and then stopped?
3: It was it was a limited response. I like I said, I dropped probably sixty pounds and then stalled. Mm. So and that was it was close to the Mediterranean. It, the VA center actually gave me a, a meal list for maintaining my eight to twelve hundred calories.
2: That's just it. Knowing what we know now and looking at people like Arber- Alberto who on marathon training, probably back up into the 4,000 calorie range. It just doesn't make any sense to me to be on such restricted diets anymore. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, um, So let's walk into or towards uh, the keto thing. How did you find out about it? Um, What was it that kind of clicked with you about it? All of that.
3: Yeah, that was, well, that was the way I had originally heard about it was it was a kooky diet. Um, you know, everything I'd heard about it was craziness. Um, but I had tried everything else. Uh, I figured I would just go ahead and give it a try, um, and do it a real try. So in doing that, I, uh, did a bit of research, um, spent about a month looking things up and, getting different opinions and things like that. And I actually ran across the Facebook group, another one of the Facebook groups that uh, Alberto's in as well, um, that they're not super strict. Strict isn't really the word. They're just straight up front and honest. So they'll tell you, you can do whatever you want to do, but that's probably not keto or that's probably not clean keto. Um, And I'm not one of those guys that can't do... Any other, I, I can barely do lazy keto, much less dirty keto.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so that's what just what I found. Um, and I, I'm one of those guys, you know, my science background, I, I tend to test everything. So first thing I did was test my carb limit
2: and immediately had a bad reaction. So that's it. No more carb for me. It's funny how easy that happens uh, and how clear-cut things begin whenever you finally do strip away all the extras and and, uh, minimize down to just the basics. So let's talk about the early days. What things surprised you? What things uh, did you see happen early on, all of that? So
3: early on, uh, I guess the first thing that surprised me was that the majority of people in the Facebook groups were saying, don't eat a calorie deficit, which was totally, you know, opposed to everything that I thought I knew. Um, But I I figured I'm in for a penny and for a pound. So uh, I went ahead and and just followed the advice. And, you know, within the first week, I think I lost 10 pounds water weight uh, or not 10. uh, First month, I lost 10 pounds water weight um, and it just kept going. So, the I guess the next couple things that were just surprising was one morning I got up and started to get ready to go to work and got halfway out the door and realized I had not used my uh, nasal spray. It's like one of those things that I used to do as a reflex action, um, and I hadn't been using it, and I hadn't been using it for several weeks, and I asked my wife, I said, have you... Because she went keto with me as well. And I was like, have you noticed your sinus is getting better? She said, yeah. And, and my shoulders don't hurt anymore either. Um, and so it was, it was just little things, signs of the inflammation going. Um, my migraines went away within two weeks. Uh, and I haven't had one since. So and that's, that's been yeah. since April of last year.
0: So when you started on keto, was it hard to find a, a meal plan that worked for you? I mean, did you have the the cravings and things or were you able to just hit it hard right from the start?
3: So we we cleared the house of all the carb containing materials um and then I just went I kept it simple. That's what I had read to do in the groups and that seems to work it seemed to work for us um I got I just got rid of the the carb, the flour, the bread, everything just threw it out. Um and then got hamburger, steaks, uh bacon, eggs, you know, cheese, um and just basically what I would do is on Sunday I'll sit down and make out the menu for the week and apportion my macros and you know that's what we'll do. Um and then I just eat whatever my menu says. I've got to eat so I did that for probably the first six months till I got to where I could sort of guess how much I could eat. And then I decided to try to take the training wheels off. And so now I just basically eat more or less intuitively.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, that's great. That worked out for you. So and uh, for anyone that's in the group, I mean, they've all seen your transformation. But for those that are listening, if I have not seen your transformation, uh, once you went keto, um how much weight did you lose and what time frame and what did it exactly? I'm assuming the whole time you were still cycling and, and doing your martial arts or whatever activity you may have been doing at the time. Like how did the keto affect uh, the performance in those activities?
3: Okay. So uh, over eight months, I lost, I, I round it to hundred pounds, but I lost 98 pounds. Um, as far as performance goes uh, on the bike, the first probably four months, um were difficult as far as anything intense. I could do the martial arts um because that's that was more I could actually meter myself a little bit when I'm throwing a kick um and not just throw full force. But when you're on a bike and your feet are clipped into pedals and you start up a hill, you can't you can't meter that out. So uh that was just something that um you know I I realized I had to back off and and slack off until uh, until I wound up getting fat adapted and first couple of, I guess the first month or so I was actually questioning whether or not keto was right for me for that particular reason. Cause I was like, well, if I can't, if I can't even keep up with, you know, our, our, uh, other riders, it's not fun to ride a bike anymore. Uh, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I can't do that. Um, so I, I did take that season off and, Uh, Just rode by myself mostly for that summer. Then the next summer, I came out and all of a sudden, not only am I keeping up, but I'm keeping up in the top of the group. So, at a lower heart rate. So, that's fantastic. Were you
0: a were you a um, heavy kid when you were young,
3: Trey? Actually, no. And that's so. If you'd have seen me when I was a teen, you would have never thought I'd be overweight. Uh, I think when I went into the Navy, I was five, eight and 139 and a half pounds. And I used to have to emphasize that half pound. Uh, (laughs) And I think so I got married just before I went into the Navy. I got married really young at 18 um, and we had our first son a year and a half, maybe later than that. And it seems like at that point, I just started putting pounds on and didn't realize, you know, Mm -hmm. I was having to buy new uniforms and I wasn't thinking anything of it and next thing you know I'm in just larger uniforms. Um, but the next thing I know, I'm I'm not realizing that I'm heavy until they're telling me at my PT test that, hey, you know, you're you might want to watch your body fat. Um and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, your your body fat's on the upper edge of acceptable. And this was maybe three years into the Navy. You know, and I joked, I said, well I only eat one meal a day. And he says, yeah, but it can't be from sun up to sun down. Uh, <laughs> I remember that, that was an actual conversation that we had and I just laughed and, and laughed it off. Um, and then when I got out, it just seems like the pounds kept coming on. Um, so, you know, probably from the time I was 19 up until I was 49 is how long I was overweight. But prior to that, I was probably underweight.
0: Did you have health issues with the weight, um, you know, any heart issues, breathing, anything? I mean, you mentioned the migraines a little bit ago, but anything else? Right.
3: Uh, well, I had basically what they what said was ac- exercise-induced asthma because um, I'm not one who would ever give up. But despite my weight, I was, you know, pushing myself to just ride. I, I can remember riding the bike, you know, three, four hours holding my heart rate at 180. Um, and then, you know, get off the bike, I'd be tired, but that was, it just was what it was. Um, so aside from, you know, elevated heart rates, a little bit of elevated blood pressure, um, I don't think there was anything really weight related. Um, and maybe that's just due to the fact that I was extremely active, even though I was overweight. Mm -hmm.
1: So when you first started, or as we were talking about earlier, you were extremely active, at an eighteen hundred calorie a day food intake, which is is astounding. Um, so, if you start keto, I'm gonna go under the assumption that your your caloric intake went up, and at the same time, your uh, your weight probably started coming down. Right. So, um, did you have enough research under your belt to know, that, you know, to kind of expect that, or would just kind of did it just kind of come at you like a giant surprise?
3: I, it kind of came at me like a giant surprise my and my my caloric intake wasn't even 1800 it was 8 to 1200 okay yeah. and so uh and then actually i remembered seeing a couple of your posts um where you were pushing the you know upper 4000 range and i i noticed your height was the same height as mine and so and everybody else that had posted in that other group that i was in they were like well i'm stalled and Every The recommendation every time was to start eating closer to your TDEE. So I looked, I mean, I knew what mine was. And when I first started, I was eating probably halfway between my BMR and
0: TDEE. Um, I'm going to pause you, you for to- a second. Explain what those are for people who may not be familiar.
3: Okay. So BMR is your basal metabolism rate and uh-huh. TDEE is your total daily expenditure. Uh, your basal metabolism rate is basically what your body needs calorie wise just to support daily function of breathing, heartbeat, brain function, et cetera. Uh Um, your total daily expenditure is your BMR plus whatever activities you're doing and what it, what your body needs to support those activities. Um, so at my activity level, I was, I was putting myself somewhere between moderate and extreme or not extreme, but, um high exercise. Yeah. Um, so, but my TDE was lower than what I eat. <laughs> so I, my TDE would be about 2,900 and I eat between 3,000 and 3,500 a day. Wow. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I basically tripled the calories I was eating.
1: And still dropped to, what did you say, 98 pounds? And I, 98 pounds.
3: I'm, I, I'm actually back up 15. I've been, trying to gain. And it's, I think over the last four months, I may have gained 15, four or five months or not
0: 15, 12. So in doing this keto and getting your numbers, calculating everything, what were you eating? Were you eating one meal a day? Were you eating three times a day, heavier at the morning versus the night? What was kind of your meal plan?
3: Um, so my typical day would be, uh, I would make, we have egg, uh, I make, I call them egg muffins, but it's basically, uh, I would just do a a casserole sheet full of eggs, um, bacon and cheese so I could cut it up. Um, and so I divided it out so that it, you know, a square was an egg with two slices of bacon and, and a quarter cup of cheese. So I could do two of those in the morning. Um, and then for lunch, I could do, uh, either some protein and, uh, some fat. So I would usually use like chicken and, uh, some ranch dressing or butter or just, just some, some form of fat. And then for dinner, it would just be, you know, a bur- simple burger steak pork chops and just rotate around those, um, occasionally throw in a, a, a keto fried recipe, um, with, you know, zoodles or something like that. But in general, it was almost carnivore. Um, so it, it it's really not that difficult. I didn't think to plan and maybe that's because I just sat down on Sundays and thought about the whole week and just put it all into the calorie thing. And,
0: and you said your wife joined you on this was she supportive as well at the start or skeptical?
3: No, she was she was actually supportive of it. Um I think she didn't she she didn't really need to lose any but she wanted to lose 20 um which she did. So uh but, yeah, so she was willing to give it a try, too. Good.
1: That's fantastic so, that she was able to find success in it and that you guys were able to kind of do it together, too.
3: Yeah. And so, actually, now pretty much everybody in the family is doing it. Uh, my son, who's actually in the group as well, um, and my, both my sons are doing it. Um, then I've got some other family that are doing it. And, of course, people I work with now are crawling out of the woodwork asking me how I did it.
0: You might have the title of the first uh, multi generational family in the Keto Man's Club. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I don't know of any other fathers and sons or anything like that, so you can you can wear that title proudly, sir.
1: Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like today, nowadays, you know, running maintenance, kind of, kind of, on a slight bulk and you know gaining a little bit of weight. What does an everyday look like for you today? Are you eating the same amount? Have you if you increase that a little bit? How are things going for you?
3: Um I'm actually I guess pretty much eating the same amount. Um it's like today I did the two the two eggs, four pieces of bacon, uh cheese, I think four ounces of uh chicken at lunch. Um with I'd use the Frank's red hot sauce mixed with ranch. And then two Bulletproof coffees and then a triple cheeseburger with bacon because I was in a hurry because I had class tonight and the the thing tonight. So it was, yeah, it, it's still, I'm still pretty much eating the same. I'm having trouble building or bulking. I may have to build up to, you know, closer to 4,000 calories. <laughs> <laughs> <It's
1: insane. laughs> Let <me tell> you. <laughs> But it can be done, so, so you always, you got that going for you. And what's your training schedule like? It Sounds like you got a lot going on, even as far as just just working out and exercise.
3: Um, so basically, uh, Mondays and Wednesdays are martial arts. Tuesdays and Thursdays I lift. Fridays I typically take off. Um, and Saturdays, uh, when weather's nice enough, I'll jump on the bike since it's winter. Um, if if it's not nice, we'll jump on the trainer and. Uh, then either lift on the day that I didn't ride or whatever. Um so my Fridays are my days off. Um, and so that's it's I don't know, it sounds like a lot when I say it, but it doesn't feel like a lot. If I if I don't do it, I get irritable.
1: That's one of the side effects of keto's and your energy skyrockets and you start doing all these things, and everyone looks at you like you're crazy. You're like, well, I mean, it doesn't seem like much I'm doing it. it's just what I do. <laughs> yeah. So
2: um What's been kind of your, your, you, you mentioned that people have been asking questions and that, that, uh, you know, you're getting a lot of attention at this point, what has been kind of your go-to tip or what, what, if you can sum it up quickly, what's something that you usually will give as like quick resources for people who are just getting started or who who are asking those basic questions?
3: Um can I share the other group that I'm in or Sure cuz that's where I got my start. Um the Keto Evangelist group uh has some amazing resources and like I said they kept me fairly honest. Um and I'm, they have a a guide to get you started. Um the biggest thing I can say I guess for getting started would be to just do it. Um research it, get rid of the carbs and give it a try. Give yourself, you know, 4 weeks don't don't try to set some sort of a requirement that you lose X number of pounds by uh, X weeks to prove that it works. Just get in there and do it. And and once you start eating cleanly, you will feel better. You will feel healthier. And as a side effect of getting healthier, the weight just comes off. That's
1: it. Just works. Yeah, I couldn't have said that any better myself. It's even like when I when I first started eating. Like- I didn't think I had. And I've said it before. I didn't think I had much weight to lose. My he didn't care if I lost any weight. I was just hoping I'd start feeling better, and then everything else right. was just was because, like, it was like a nifty side effect to how my body responded to, to my metabolism actually starting to function properly. Yeah. I, so um, let's.
2: So I, I, you mentioned the Kid Evangelist Group, and, I, and both me and Berto kind of got our starts there. So um, that 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 really is a, a good a good group of folks. At this point, what goals do you have in mind? Are you seeking after a specific physical goal or uh, what What are you looking at at this point?
3: Um,
2: at this point, I'm just looking to add years,
3: um, years of staying healthy, um, the I originally started this to lose, uh, I only wanted to lose 70 pounds or so. I thought, um, my body had a different, different mindset, but then, you know, the migraines being gone, the inflammatory pain being gone, the sinus issues being gone, um, blood pressure going from borderline high to, to ideal now. Um, and you know, cholesterol being better, uh, and then obviously my weight, I just want I'm looking to stay there. Um, and you know, I'm 51 years old, supposedly that's supposed to be old, but, um, that's not too far know, just, away,
0: sir. So watch your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: I, I'm just saying, I, I, I don't, uh my goals now are just to stay to maintain um and to feel healthier uh possibly bulk up a little bit um where i may have you know i went from two fifty two to one fifty three and at one fifty three i think Alberto's complaining' cause he's not at one eighty and i am the same height he is so i'm I'm pushing one sixty six right now i think um which i think was his minimum when he said he didn't feel good about himself. But, and I actually do, I feel, you know, it, well, I, I didn't mean it that way, but I mean, you know, it's, I honestly didn't expect to get below 200 when I first started. So the fact that I hit 153, you know, I, I was just falling over happy with myself, but, but yeah, as far as goals, I mean, now I, my goal is to just stay healthy and live as long as I can.
0: What were their reactions when you dropped that much weight from both your friends, coworkers, family, but also from the doctors?
3: So my original doctor um, was was okay with keto as a temporary solution. Um, he's still, I guess, he's going to have to come around to the fact that uh, it's okay to stay on it forever because he works for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, uh, friends, I don't think I I got any negative responses from anybody. I had a couple of, are you crazy responses? Um, and some of my family was, were not prepared. They were worried about how to prepare for like family get togethers. And I, you know, my basic thing to them was just fix what you want. I'll eat around the carbs. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) yeah,
3: it's, you know, don't, don't do anything special for me. As long as you got protein and fat, I'll be all right.
0: Uh, Unless they want to throw on a really nice steak just for you, I mean,
3: well, they do thing. that, but yeah, yeah. So, but uh, but uh, other than that, you know, a lot of people um, haven't recognized me uh, because of the community that I work in with NASA. We do uh, occasionally we do uh, conferences, and I think I lost the bulk of my weight between two of our conferences, and I actually had several people that you know I've known for years walk right by me, which was fun. <laughs> <laughs> they, they walk by you they give that head jerk reaction they and i get trey is that you and yeah um so that's that that to me is some of the the most fun i've had
0: with it um and it's it's been mostly positive good what about your sons that you said are doing it how how's their success been
3: uh, they're doing great um so and the thing with them is my son's actually one of the instructors at the martial arts or my oldest is one of the instructors at the martial arts class that I take now. And so he's not he wasn't unfit. He saw the difference in my endurance and he's like, all right, I got to try that. It, it took him a while. He I think he had to get his his electrolytes right. Um, and, you know, he had to get fat adapted. But once he did, you know, and he, he did this in the middle of a testing cycle for his third degree. So he's doing really well. My, uh, youngest is doing really well. He's getting through his last couple of weeks at the, uh, criminal justice Academy here. Um, and doing his best to maintain fat at ad- fat adaptation. Um, there has been some challenges there because of their idea of nutrition, but, uh, I think he's, he's made it work. Uh, my wife is doing excellent and several of my friends are, I mean, I'm, we sort of almost have our own little keto group locally here.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're starting your own clan over there.
2: <laughs> I guess. So, uh, what, what is, we, we try not to ask what's your favorite meal, but you've already shared kind of what you ate today. I think if I remember correctly, so what's your kind of really your, your favorite or your go-to keto food?
3: Um, well, my favorite meal is a ribeye off the grill. Um, and smothered in butter hard to beat that um <laughs> yeah um but it's, you know i bacon of course is is a good go-to um eggs and cheese are awesome go-tos uh, when i need fat i'll usually i i keep the cheese slices and just pop a couple of those in to help boost the fat up um that's pretty much it i'm not very complicated when it comes to
2: food no no simplicity is good was all yeah simplicity is good when you
0: started all of this, Trey, you know, we see guys that are, we've got our Keto Man's Club, and then we've got the TKMC Beginners Group on Facebook now. And um, everybody starts off different with this. And I, and I can't remember if you mentioned this or not. I think you said something about 10 pounds water weight. But did you feel, did you see immediate results at the beginning? Did you feel immediate results? Like, oh, my gosh, shirts are looser, pants are looser, but the scale didn't move. What happened, like, in your first couple of weeks, if you recall? Um, In my first couple
3: of weeks, I think I just noticed uh, at the time I was a scale hound. And so I was noticing I was dropping probably, you know, like a a half pound a day here and there. And so that was my motivation, which it shouldn't have been at the thinking back on it. Um, But I I didn't really have a stall stall. Um, And I know that typically you lose water weight as you burn off the glycogen and then you have like a, a healing phase. And my healing phase was really short for some reason. I think I may have stalled for a week. And then I just started, you know, the, the little seesaw. I'd be up two, down three, up one, down four. Um, and then, you know, then I decided to quit driving myself
2: crazy with the scale. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good thing for, for folks to realize is the scale, just like any other metric, is just a metric. Uh, it's not a, well, you as a, as a, uh, expert in measurements know this very well <laughs> that, right. you know, me- you can measure things all day long, but that doesn't always, uh, especially when it comes to state of mind or physical health actually have a bearing on your physical health. You can be skinny as a rail and ungodly sick, right? <clears throat> or you can be, you know, obese, but all your other biomarkers are doing pretty good. So it can absolutely go any direction in that regard. So uh, let's go ahead and start wrapping things up a little bit. Um, what would you say is is just the, the Keto Evangelist, your favorite resource, or that's something that I often do, not necessarily for just the beginners, but your favorite go-to place for for information?
3: Um, well, Keto Evangelist is the primary source I use for information.
2: Um <laughs> I think,
3: uh, there may be a few diet doctor links out there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, yeah, I'll use Google, but then I'll also balance it against multiple opinions. So I'll pull, you know, articles off of the, the, was it NH national health website? Yeah. Yeah. The NIH, uh, whatever I try to find reputable, um, sources and sources that have some sort of peer reviews or groups that I know have been successful. I mean, there's, there's a lot of groups out there and there's a lot that, um, that for one reason or another, it's, it's not as important to them to do clean and which I think it is important when you're first starting at the, at, at least. But, uh, once you, once you get yourself adapted, you do whatever you want to for yourself. Um,
2: I just feel that the cleaner, the keto, the better your results will be. Yep. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I, I know, I know whenever I choose to uh, take in things that are on the questionable list, uh, I am potentially stalling myself. So, you know, I, right. I, I know that there's a, a, a give and take there. Um, and I, I agree uh, with that. It's a uh, good thing to uh, try and moderate that ever so slightly. Um, well, Trey, it's been great having you on. You've got a great story and uh, you are absolutely an awesome resource for the other members of the, uh, of the groups on Facebook. You share freely uh, as best as you can, um, posting, like you said, monthly updates. Uh, that's all uh, very, very helpful and encouraging to others to say you can do it too, which is awesome. Um, that's how it should be. So let's, um, any, any other final words, any other business that we need to attend to Jim and Alberto?
1: Um, I just got one last thing. I just wanted to make sure I added out today. I got a, I got a message from one, uh, crooked King ant. Mm. There was a picture of a box full of t-shirts. Well, so he got them done. He apologized that it took so long, which considering this is not his full-time gig, I don't think it really took long at all. <laughs> but uh, he, he had a lot of the weather, so it kind of delayed him a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I just want to give him a little shout out uh, on Instagram. He is Crooked King Ant, both spelled with a K, K-Crooked, K-King Ant, and Crooked King, spelled the same way, dot-com clothing company. And there would be nothing that would make me happier. And for his Instagram account to have a bunch of likes with a bunch of dudes who got Keto in their handle.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll make sure that we link that up in the show notes. He's been excellent to work through with this whole process. And so if we have a box of shirts, that means that Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to end up at Berto's house and we're going
1: to try yeah, to ship yeah. things out. Um, and and uh, as a little... Bonus, bonus. Uh, he may or may not have design number two for him to start working on and start Ooh. pondering on how to get it done.
2: Yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. Well, that will, uh, that will be fun to see. And by the time that people hear this in a couple of weeks, uh, hopefully we will have some posts on Instagram of people in their shirts. Um, uh, hopefully that that will be the case. I, I, I want to turn these around as fast as we can. So, um I think that's it. Jim, any other th- any other news or, or business that we need to attend to group wise? We have uh
0: well past 200 members in the TKMC beginners group, which is awesome um, in the first six weeks or so of it being around. So uh, those that are still finding our podcast after the first of the year and you're in that uh, New Year's resolution gig and you're still looking for that place to be and whatnot, come check out TKMC beginners, um, answer a couple of quick security questions
2: and away you go. And we've got all kinds of great resources for you there. Absolutely. Um, all the links that you uh, for all the groups, the pages, the resources, the everything is available at Club dot com, and you can get to our social media uh, links there as well. I am at Duckman Keto Jim, uh, Jim Enman
1: Jr.
2: on the Instagram,
1: and Berto uh, L dot Keto Cholo, and I haven't you know plugged my uh. Automotive finishing things. Just capital underscore painter. If you ever get bored and want to see what it looks like when you start making paint, what kinds of trippy, cool things that happen there.
2: Yep, some of those pictures are uh, the type that you'd you'd stare at. You know, if you were uh, maybe under the influence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trey, how can people connect
3: with you other than the group? Uh, basically, I don't have Instagram, um, so the the group or in the Keto Evangelist groups as okay. well, um,
2: I'm available there. Very cool. Very cool. You can connect with the, the podcast uh, via Instagram as well, at Keto Man's Club Podcast. You can also uh, connect with us via email, Club Podcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail. Who does that? We do, apparently. So 512-518-6161, and you can um, reach out to us any of those ways to be able to connect with us. If you have a question, comment, a correction, anything that you think that we might need to know, uh, you can use one of those methods, and uh, one of us uh, hosts will uh, retrieve it and uh, respond in kind as best as we can. So, uh, without any other business, that's it for this week. Until next week, make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. mansclub.com. bcom you can also follow us on instagram at keto man's club podcast lastly if you have any comments or questions feel free to reach out via email to keto man's club podcast at gmail.com thank you again for joining us today and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week